Welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast, where you can expect cutting-edge information and strategies relating to success mindset, leadership, wealth creation, and relationships, all based in universal law and David Nagel's own experience as he rose from minimum wage forklift driver to multi-million dollar business owner. So, let's go. Hi, everyone. This is David Nagel, and welcome to the Successful Mind Podcast. Today, we are doing an evaluation and a little teaching from Price Pritchett's book, U Squared, a high-velocity formula for multiplying personal effectiveness in quantum leaps. Now, I can tell you that this little book, uh, it might be small, but it's 10 miles deep, and it is a book that has sat on my desk for oh, 20 plus years now. It is absolutely um, just a gem of wisdom in how to uh, multiply your personal effectiveness. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you through this book rather quickly, and then we'll provide you a link with uh, being able to purchase it for yourself so that it can be bummed, so that it can become part of your library. He starts off by telling something that he calls a true story. He says, I'm sitting in a quiet room at the Millcroft Inn, a peaceful little place hidden back among the pine trees about an hour out of Toronto. It is just past noon, late July, and I'm listening to the desperate sounds of a life or death struggle going on a few feet away. There's a small fly burning out the last of its short life's energies in a futile attempt to fly through the glass of a windowpane. The whining wings tell the poignant story of the fly's strategy. Try harder. But it's not working. The frenzied effort offers no hope for survival. Ironically, the struggle is part of the trap. It is impossible for the fly to try hard enough to succeed at breaking through the glass. Nevertheless, this little insect has staked its life on reaching its goal through raw effort and determination. This fly is doomed. It will die there on the windowsill. Now across the room, 10 steps away, the door is open. 10 seconds of flying time, and this small creature could reach the outside world it seeks. With only a fraction of the effort now being wasted, it could be free of his self-imposed trap. The breakthrough possibility is there and it would be so easy. Why doesn't the fly try another approach? Something dramatically different. How did it get so locked into the idea that this particular route and determined effort offer the most promise for success? What logic is there in continuing until death to seek a breakthrough with more of the same? No doubt this approach makes sense to the fly, and regrettably, it's an idea that will kill. Trying harder isn't necessarily the solution to achieving more. It may not offer any real promise for getting what you want out of life. Sometimes, in fact, it's a big part of the problem. If you stake your hopes for a breakthrough on trying harder, and trying harder than ever, you may kill your chances for success. That is a, that is a quote by Price Pritchett. So I, um, 
I'm a, a true believer all the way in the idea of making a quantum leap. And making a quantum leap is really the idea that you can really jump from one place to another in your, in your success and not have to take all the stairs up to the top, um, as we generally have been taught. Uh, a matter of fact, if you, if you reference Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, um, he talks about starting from the bottom. And a lot of people believe that you have to start from the bottom. And he says, you know, the, the problem with starting from the bottom is that you never uh, lift your head high enough to be seen by success. And that, that's really true. Um, we get stuck in the quagmire of uh, this value system that uh, we've developed in the middle class that we have to work extraordinarily hard in order to just make ends meet, let alone be you know, really successful. So our approach then to success usually comes with the idea or the belief behind it that it has to be hard. Now the problem there is that when we are presented with overcoming challenges, creating a business, um, changing our, our situation, we go for an internal reference strategy that is built into it, uh, the program of this must be hard. So we end up actually making it harder. I think the great thing about Pritchett's work is that he lays the foundation for changing um, your successful mind into making it easy. So here's what he says. He says, are you ready for this? Right now in this moment, moment, you're capable of exponential improvement in your performance. You can multiply your personal effectiveness, hit new highs and shatter old achievement records. The results that you can have will be hard for you to imagine. You can become U squared. You don't have to settle for things as they are now. You can change dramatically. If you're ready, life is prepared to give you a breakthrough experience. You can jump to a higher orbit of achievement, live the dream, enjoy a completely different plane of success. You also don't have to be content with improving things incrementally or gradually. Just as, you level, just as your level of performance can improve drastically, so can your rate of accomplishment, and furthermore, U-squared formula requires far less effort than you've given in the past. You haven't been reaching your, for your full potential. So far, you haven't even come close. No matter how you wish to measure success, regardless of how you define achievement, you have barely scratched the surface of what you personally can accomplish. But maybe the time has come to change all of that. Maybe you're ready to make a quantum leap. Now, here is the successful mind strategy for making a quantum leap. First of all, we have to understand that a quantum leap does not make logical success to the average person. Um, it is literally about doing more with less effort and getting better results uh, doing so. So the first step 
is to change your personal rules for success. Um, the idea behind changing your, your personal rules for success is leveraging up your personal effectiveness by an order of magnitude going from U to U squared. It's not a commonplace idea, and you shouldn't be surprised to hear that unconventional success calls for unconventional approaches. The idea is that um, you have rules that you're operating by that say, in order for me to achieve a very specific result, I have to do things like work hard. I remember when I went from $50,000 a year to $50,000 a month, it took me basically three months to do it once, once I set the goal, but in order, the reason that I did it on the third month was that I broke a rule, and the rule was that it had to be hard. I got to the point where I said to myself, how do I do this and actually make it easy? So changing my personal rule in order to get there was the very first piece in making the quantum leap. The second thing is quit trying harder. Um, my problem for the first two months was that I, the first month I worked really hard. The second month, now I want you to think about this for a second, so let me back up for a minute. The first month that I, that I set a goal to, to earn $50,000 in a month, I actually had a plan to do it. Now, what's interesting is that looking back on this plan after I actually accomplished it, changed my personal rules for success, and stopped working harder, was that if I looked at the plan itself, there's no way that plan could have ever worked. There, I could not have worked hard enough in order to change my income. It was not going to happen. I had to adopt quantum leap ideas in my mind in order for this to change. But that's not what I did the second month. The first month I had a strategy and I worked hard. The second month, instead of saying to myself, something about this strategy is wrong, I said to myself, I need to work harder. So the second month I was actually further away from the 50,000 than I was on the first month. So the, the, when you remove the idea of trying harder, you no longer approach things from a, a place of how difficult is this. Instead, you come up with strategies using the question of how can we do this and make it more easy and more fun. Next step, in, ignore conventional approaches. Get ruthless about trying something different. This is what Pritchett says. Ordinarily, we achieve conventional growth because we think along conventional lines. We experience reasonable performance gains because we, we rely on reasonable approaches. We find ways to go um, make modest improvements in our level of success because we go looking for nothing more. He says a quantum leap requires that you abandon the status quo instead of once again trying what you've always done maybe even with more intensity and determination, you ignore the usual. So 
A quantum leap requires an abrupt change in behavior. He says, look for a paradoxical move. For example, consider reversing your field. Try being illogical, ricochet. If you're trying to climb over the wall, open a door and walk through instead. If you're pushing against the river by going with the flow, use finesse instead of effort. You must do something new. Faith in the familiar is actually a trap, and you spring it when you reinvest yourself in what logically seems like it should work because it usually worked in the past. He says something really important here. Quantum leaps come when you seek the elegant solution. So look for an approach characterized by simplicity, precision, efficiency, and neatness. It won't be as complex or time-consuming as, as your present struggle. And overall, it will be less demanding of your energies and emotions. And it probably will not be familiar to you. All right. The next one. Think beyond what common sense will, will allow. Um, it's time really to start focusing on possibilities rather than on limits or obstacles. Making a quantum leap means moving outside of your mental boundaries. If you will rethink how you're thinking, you can multiply your performance potential. You must let your desires guide you instead of allowing yourself to be boxed in by perceived constraints. A 10 or 20% improvement here isn't the idea at all. That would represent incremental gains. That might be an impressive performance in some situations, like if there were unusual obstacles or very difficult uh, set of circumstances. But while such a goal might be challenging, it would not represent a quantum leap. Instead of an additional 10% or so, a quantum leap produces a dramatic and multiple gain and exponential increase. Quantum leaps are, by definition, rather astounding and certainly unconventional. So, he says, let desire guide you. The desire that we carry inside of ourselves is part of what I talked about in the podcast on uh, You're Born to Be a Success. Success, success speaks to us with and through our bodies in the form of desire. Desire is always pointing us in the direction of what we need to be, do, or have in order to make a quantum leap. So that's thinking beyond what common sense would allow. All right, let's go on to his, uh, his next rule for making a quantum leap. He says, suspend disbelief. For right now, just suspend disbelief. In other words, don't think about why you can't do it, why you shouldn't do it, or how it's not going to work. You don't have to be convinced that you can succeed in making a quantum leap, but don't keep on believing those old ideas that you've been carrying around about your personal limits. If, you will, if it would make it easier, hold off for a while on believing anything. Just act like you have complete faith. Merely do what you would do if you knew you were going to succeed. Behave like you have total conviction. 
Doubt is what does the most damage. Because doubt, what does doubt do? Doubt attacks our thinking first. So don't give it any mental space. Proceed boldly as if it is completely inconceivable that you will experience anything other than a successful quantum leap. If you must doubt anything, doubt your limits. Next, focus on the ends rather than the means. Now, it is crucial to have a crystal clear picture of what you want to accomplish. You operate with a sharply defined mental image of the outcome that you seek. Rivet your attention on the spot where you want to land and end your quantum leap. Visualize your arrival. When you do that, it's like you magnetize yourself to the ways and the means involved in the methodology for getting there. The solutions begin to appear and the answers start coming to you. If you start worrying about everything that will be involved in getting from here to there, you are bound to bog down in the questions about the methodology. People always get hung up on the how-to aspects regarding the quantum leap. Pritchett says, skip it. The answers will come to you, and when they do, you probably will find them to be simple, streamlined solutions. He said, now when you do this, right, when you focus on the ends rather than the means, you must be willing to tolerate ambiguity, confusion, possibly even chaos for a while, shaping your game plan as you go. Allow some disorder in your life. Now, now next is rely on unseen forces. We, we, we have a saying where we say, let go and let God, okay? Absence of evidence is not evidence of their absence, of their absence. Think of an iceberg where you see only the tip of what's really there. Just as real, though, out of sight are invisible resources ready to make a profound difference in what you can achieve. All you have to do is open up and let them in. Quantum leaps are merely the process of using yourself and your world differently, thus allowing other possibilities that exist to actually materialize. Your willingness to make a quantum leap is the enabler, okay? So, again, rely on unseen forces, let go, and let God. Quantum leaps come easy when you plug into the remarkable power source. You don't have to understand it totally in order to use it, just as you don't have to comprehend the intricate physics of electrical energy to flip a lamp switch and flood the room with light. Choose a different set of risks. Going for a quantum leap often feels chancy. The risks hit you as rather apparent and maybe quite threatening, but you must stack them up against the hidden risks you accept when you decide to live with the status quo. Now think about that, right? Because he's talking about living in mediocrity. Ask yourself, what you're risking if you do not go for the quantum leap. The risk is that you won't get what you really want out of life. You've got to understand 
that you can never escape risk. It's not something that you can decide to live with or without. Something is always at stake. You can only decide which risks to take. This isn't a case of taking a big chance. It's a matter of giving yourself a big chance. Now that's a successful mind nugget. The major obstacle to overcoming the odds is never challenging them. Until you test the limits regarding what you can achieve, you can't truly know what your chances are, and the odds change in your favor when you begin to challenge them. Trust in the power of pursuit. Now, the world behaves differently when you actually take action to go after what you want. What you wish could be starts becoming. The dream moves in your direction, and it begins to come to you even as you reach for it. So consider this. The dreams you have realized in life already are those which you actively sought. That which you have achieved is what you decided to go for in one way or another. You can think positively all day long, all year, but positive actions are, which are what counts the most. You must move on your dream. That means you must leave the cover of safety that goes with merely wishing for something. You must place your trust in action. Pritchett's next principle is seek Seek failure. Quantum leaps demand a willingness to make mistakes. Now, you cannot hole up in the safety zone of behavior where you've beaten the odds of failing. An unwillingness to encounter defeat or run into problems outlaws quantum leaps. Unless you allow yourself to make a mistake to fail, you will never have the opportunity to test the limits of what you're truly capable of accomplishing. So go looking for failure and then use it. Don't interpret problems or breakdowns as proof that you should quit, but instead take them as evidence of your own growth and improvement. Failure is a resource. Now, think about that. Most people would never put those two, uh, those two words in the same sentence like this. That is a successful mind nugget for sure. Failure is a resource. It helps you find the edge of your capacities. Get uncomfortable. Now, I think we've all heard this before, but maybe not quite in this way. A quantum leap jerks you out of your comfort zone. It's not like we're going to tiptoe out. We're being jerked out. He said, prepare yourself for a pretty wild ride. You're going to cover some unfamiliar terrain. You're going to encounter obstacles that you've never faced before. It can feel like the safety chain linking you with behavior patterns that worked in the past is being stretched to the limit. At times, you may wonder if the situation is about to spin out of control. The normal reaction is to want to hold on tightly. But you're going to have to learn to let go. U squared is achieved through release. So you're letting go. So turn loose 
if you want to jump. Don't be surprised if you grow uneasy. That's predictable. And it's also a predictable part of the process. When you take the quantum leap ride, the situation that you're in um, isn't something that you really control all that much. In fact, the only way that you control it is by one, knowing where you're going, two, continuing the pursuit, and three, learning from your mistakes. Next principle, open your gifts. You have many gifts that you've never opened. These are gifts of talent, ability, and reach that are yours for the taking. The people that we call gifted are different from the crowd in one very special way. They accept their gifts. They let it happen. The high achievers, the persons you admire, are those individuals who've opened their gifts in life. These winners have more gifts because they claimed them, took them out of the wrapping paper, and they used them. Now it's time for you to do something with your gifts. Claim them, and you create them. Reach for them, and they materialize. Use them, and they grow to serve you still better. Here's the one that I think I really like the most. He says, fall in love. And often we think to ourselves, what does this have to do with success? But actually it has everything to do with success. Quantum leaps won't happen if you're living a life with a lukewarm heart. Passion is a very important part of the process. It fires the soul. It fills the spirit. Energizing your heart and mind for the quantum leap to a higher plane of performance. Passion also keeps you going when, you hit with, when you're hit with problems and uncertainty. But passion itself must be fueled and you feed that flame with visions of a dream that is dramatic. The emotional intensity inside must burn hot enough to protect you against the chilling effects of doubt, uncertainty, criticism, and failure. Only deep desire can generate such a heat. Make your move before you're ready. Um, a quantum leap is a move that is yours for the taking right now. Just like when I talked about the law of polarity. It represents a giant step that you can make merely by deciding and opening yourself up to the resource presently available to serve you. Getting ready is quite frankly a stalling tactic, an act of anxiety. It's a con game that you're working on yourself. You are already positioned to escape to a higher plane of performance. And if you wait until you get it perfect, you're never going to get it at all. Look inside for the opportunity. Everything else that's needed right now comes from inside of you. The opportunity, the timing, the power to perform, these are in you and they're not in the situation. That's why I say everybody, every person's born to be a success. It's already in us. The formula for a quantum leap, the strategy for making a quantum leap has been covered entirely in this book. You have those answers. The answers to the questions that remain must come from the quiet voice within you. Now, you must listen to yourself. 
Those are the sounds that no one else can hear but you. Your dreams, your desires, the thoughts that burn the hottest in your mind, they carry the messages that help you find your own magnetic north. They point the way toward the breakthrough of you squared. Look inside at what pulls at your consciousness, for there you'll find direction. Everything else is in position, waiting for you. Just do it, make the quantum leap. And I love that he, he closes out the book with this, and I think that this all brings it all together. There is such a thing as trying too hard. You've got to sing like you don't need the money. You've got to love like you'll never get hurt. You've got to dance like nobody's watching. It's got to come from the heart if you want it to work. That was uh, a song sung by Kathy Matea. This is David Nagel. That was an absolutely fantastic lesson. Now go out and make a quantum leap, and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the Successful Mind podcast. As my gift to you for joining me today, I invite you to go to www.davidnagel.com forward slash start here. That's www.davidn is in Nancy, E A G L E.com forward slash S T A R T H E R E and pick up my free report. Also, it would be fantastic if you could leave me a review on Apple Podcasts since it helps more people find the show. I appreciate any and all feedback since it really helps me grow on this journey together. I will see you all next week. Just believe.